Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts. My name is Craig, and if you're wondering what came first, the chicken or the Craig, it was the chicken. <laughs> what? What? I'm so Hold on. Don't try to don't try to analyze it. Just let it happen. Oh my god. Just let my, it happen. Let my it name marinate. is my name is also Craig. Uh, shout outs and hellos to everybody in the United Kingdom who listens to us. Apparently, thank Hello. you. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank shout, you so much. shout out. My my problem is is like I'm so distraught by Craig's weird saying <laughs> there. I don't know. I don't know how to transition. I'm trying into new the things. News. I don't I'm know how to transition into the news. That was wild. <laughs> So we're just going to rough cut straight into the news. Okay, let's do it. News this week. I only have one small thing, and it's the fact that James Cameron, the director for the Avatar Way of Water movie, has come out and said a couple things. One, um, you can go to the bathroom to, uh, while watching the movie because you're going to come see it again. Something like that. <laughs> and then also yes. mentioned that if he were to ever... Uh, give up the reins of directing the you know six Avatar films he apparently already has in production. He uh like he would have to be hands on to teach the director how to do it because apparently James Cameron is the most elite director of all time that he uh, he doesn't believe any other director could do Avatar justice. <laughs> um, so egotistical. Okay. <laughs> Here's my yeah. thing. I enjoyed the first Avatar when it came out. Um, I saw it in theaters. I saw it a couple times. It was like one of the first Blu-rays I bought. Um, I don't think it's anything spectacular. I think it's an okay movie. And like, I was reasonable. I wasn't say I'm excited for the new Avatar, but I was reasonably like hopeful for it. But the fact that he's so insufferable just makes me want to not watch this movie. Um, mm -hmm. th some of the other stuff he said, like, uh, I can't remember what else he said, but like people are criticizing him he's like saying they, they can get over it um all this other he's just so insufferable i cannot stand him and i just like don't want to support him in any way yeah i don't know why his personality is matching some of the big big scenes of his movies you know <laughs> it's, it's like don't be james yeah. cameron about yourself is essentially what it is but whatever i mean well, avatar is, is... what was that 2010 that that came out yeah that was yeah. a long time ago you know, and I like that movie. What like, I've got, I had no mm -hmm. issue with that movie at all. But every time I hear this man talk, it's like, all right, I, I don't know if I'm going to like the movie because I have a harder time liking you, is my yep. main thing. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, I just, he, he, I was going to say, here's my, here's my question, gentlemen. You both like the movie, right? Mm hmm. Okay. I like The Godfather. Mm -hmm. Last time I watched The Godfather was a year and a half ago. It was probably my 19th or 20th time. When's the last time you watched Avatar? <laughs> I watched it like five times when I first got the Blu-ray, and I don't think I've watched it since. I'm the there same way. Yeah. Here I, go, James Cameron. I just don't know, like, is the desire still there? Because it was like this massive thing when Avatar came out. Is it? Is that still around? Like, I don't hear anybody who's like, oh, man, I'm so excited to go see the new Avatar. I just don't see it. I don't. Um, yeah. I remember, do you remember there was a classification of people who could not accept reality after seeing the movie and they were actually labeled by, I think it was the media, they were called avatars. Mm -hmm. 
like there were people who sat in their car after the movie and like couldn't accept reality. The same thing happened with Inception, actually. I don't know what they were nicknamed, but people were that mind blown by the by those movies at that time that they couldn't they had a warped version incept hearts they had warped versions of reality you know i didn't think it was like groundbreaking i thought it looked pretty i don't know no yeah it broke the money records and that's really it like Mm -hmm. it was good at the time it was really good It, it was really good at the time and it's just too much time has passed to be really excited about the storyline as much yeah i think i'll watch it when it's like streaming I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. That's for sure. Barry, are you going to go to the theater? Uh, I will be seeing way of water at some point. I have no clue when um, okay. this is going to, I feel like this is one of these, like, again, I'm excited for this movie, but I just don't know when I'm going to see it. I still have yet to see uh, Wakanda forever. Like there's still mm-hmm. so many other things I have mm-hmm. to see. So yeah, we see what happens. Yeah, true. Yeah, but that's it for news. That's all I have. Okay. I have two here. Uh, First one being that uh, obviously we're in the week of a million releases uh, and Mm -hmm. Callisto Protocol on PC is a gigantic mess. Uh, Stuttering issues, frame rate issues, crashes. Um, Haven't heard too many on console, but it seems like on PC it's a bit of a mess. Can't say that. I don't know the the director or the yeah they said something about like it was an issue with the anti cheat software maybe I I don't know but like again I I played it on console I know we're all planning on playing it on console but uh, don't play it on PC maybe yeah what's I mean you, what's the point of anti cheat if there's no is there there's no yeah, online component know. to this game right that's no, the question there right there yeah yeah I don't know that is, that unless is it's like an anti piracy. It could Maybe. be that, you know, um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting there. That was one. And then the other one I have is kind of like a, an interesting list that I wanted to go over with you guys. It's all the confirmed games that are coming to Game Pass next year. Um, and I wanted to kind of list them off Ooh. and get your opinions on if uh, one, if you're going to play it and two, if you think it'll be a hit. So are you ready? Yes. OK, yes. Here we go. Number one. So I'm going to need two answers for me to one for both of you. Gotcha. Number one, Starfield. Are you going to play it? Go. Yes. yes. Okay. Is it going to be a hit? Go. No. <laughs> I'm saying no. Uh, okay. th- this, this one's tough for me. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. I think a lot of people are going to play it. That doesn't mean it's going to be good. I just think a lot that's of people my, are that's my That's my issue. Okay. Uh, second one, Redfall. Yes. Yes. Okay. And? No. Oh. Not a hit. <laughs> not a hit? Okay. That's fair. I'm leaning. Yeah, I'm leaning medium to no, so I'm just going to go with the, the okay. no. Okay. All right. Uh, Minecraft Legends. No, no. and no. no. And no. It, it's going to be a hit. It's Minecraft. <laughs> that's fine. No. That's, your, that's what the opinions are for. Forza Motorsport. Yes. No, yes. Oh, so I will you're be not playing it. Play yes, it. it's a hit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Wu Long Fallen Dynasty. Yes, and yes. Confirmed. It'll for be Game a hit. Pass. That's a big one. Yeah. That yeah, is. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say yes and yes too. There. Okay. Uh, Stalker two. Yes. 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 And yes. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna add a third yes. 
Lies of P. Remember, this is like a, I think this is one that's kind of like Demon Souls or Dark yeah. Souls. Yeah. I'll play it. Okay. Uh, if you need to look these up too, feel free. No, I know which one. I know which okay. this, I know which one this is. I okay. want to I'm going to say yes and I but I don't okay. think it'll be a hit. You don't think it'll be a hit. I'm going to okay. say yes because of the the Dark Soul aspect. I also don't think I don't think it'll be a hit, but okay. I'll play. Okay. It. Okay. Routine. You might have to look this one up if you don't remember. Yeah, th- yeah, this one I don't know. That one's for sure. We've seen a trailer for this, and they did confirm it for Game Pass. So look it up, see what you think. Routine. So, routine. You might have to put in routine game in. Google I had to put to an get Xbox. it to come up. <laughs> this is an interesting one. I'm excited for this one, but. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. I'm not sure if it's gonna be a hit though. Yeah, this is a tough one. It may not be. I'm gonna. I don't. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> say I want to play it, but here's okay. here's what I'm gonna do. No, I'm not gonna play it, but it will be a hit. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. Atomic Heart. Yes and yes. Okay. Yes, yes. The world ne- the world is waiting for Bioshock, and until then, we have Atomic Heart. Yep. That's what it is. Uh, next one, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, Sorry, but yes. yes. No, yeah, and a... no, but it'll be a hit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes, yes on me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Dark Tide. Yes and yes. Man. No, yes. You think you both think it's gonna be a hit? I think there's the war the Warhammer series is very popular. There are tons of people okay. that still play these games today. Okay. All right. Uh, next one, Arc Two. Remember that's the one with Vin Diesel. Um, no, no, and no, no, and no. No, the first no, arc and was, first arc was super popular though. It was, yeah. but what? My my biggest concern is what do you do after Arc Two? After your after Arc, like what makes yeah. it Arc Two and not Arc One Point Five? Oh, the Overwatch Vin Diesel. problem. Vin Diesel. Oh yes. Vin Diesel deserves a whole number change to the, to Vin, the title. It's Vin Diesel. Maybe Come more of now. a story mode, but nah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one. Another one you might have to look up. Planet of Lana. I don't know if we talked about this one ever. I don't think we did. So look Lana that bad boy up. Yeah. L-A-N-A. Planet of Lana. Oh, interesting. Oh, this is right up my alley. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, it is. Oh, wow. Yes. Maybe. I'm going to yeah. say yes, but it's not going to be a hit. This game looks to be a much smaller game than uh, some of the indie stuff that usually comes out. Okay. Yeah, I'll play it. I, I don't think it's going to be a hit. I feel like it's either going to be terrible. It's going to be those ones at the end of the year is, is hiding in the indie game of the year category. I would agree. Personally. Uh, next one. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a lot of games on Game Pass next year. No, is, is that the, and no. Okay, is that essentially going to be like, um, like the Jason game and all that, mm-hmm. and Dead by Daylight? Yep. yep. Uh, yes, because I live in a horror household. No, it's not going to be a hit. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, how about the last case of Benedict Fox? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> 
Yeah. Yes. I just it's all I, over sounds, this one. It sounds so I familiar. Mm-hmm. I want it. Ooh, this looks good too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'd play this. All right. Oh, that's good. Yes. Play, See, play, my point but, of, play but be a hit. I don't know. My point of, of me going over all this is just to point out how many games are actually going to be on Game Pass that we don't have to buy next year. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right. How about Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn? If you remember that one. I'm going to have to look that up. Mm. We definitely have. I think we talked about this one. Siege of Dawn. I feel like we talked about it on one of like the recaps of one of the gaming shows or something along those it, lines. Is, is this like a third person action RPG? Like, yep. Yeah, so it's like a God of War type. Um, Open world I'm, action RPG is what they're. I'm, na- I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with yes because I'm mildly interested. Okay. Uh, but no, it'll not be a hit. That's fair. Um, because of the Game Pass aspect, which is the whole point of this, I would say mm-hmm. yes, just because it is available for free. Uh, okay. But I don't think it's gonna be a hit. Okay. And then these last four here are games that are technically already out but they're going to come to Game Pass. So again, will you play it on your Xbox? And do you think it'll be a hit on the Xbox? So the first one, going to combine the two, is on console, we are going to get Age of Empires 2 and Age of Empires 4. No, Mm. I'm not playing them. I hesitate on the console. Yeah. I would, I would, I would probably play it on on a gaming computer, like through, through Game Pass, though. So yes to that. Okay. Um, All right. Ghostwire Tokyo. I wouldn't play re- it. Oh yeah, I wouldn't yeah. replay so it. So did I, but do you think people will play it now? Oh yeah. On oh. Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they will. Uh and then the last one, which kind of surprised me, but I think might already be up. I saw an ad for it. Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. I people mean, will people will play it. I will not because I've already Yeah. Pretty cool that it's gonna be on Game Pass though. I agree. It is. That yeah. is. So, so far, a kind of a nice little lineup of free games, free in quotations. Now, like you didn't include Dead Space in there. Or did you like know that Dead's Oh, no, Dead Space nope. isn't on Game Pass. Sorry, nope. my, my bad. You might. Well, we might is. get the, we might get the 10 hour free trial. Yeah. Which is more than enough yeah. time to beat that game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I got for news. Uh, so I don't have much. Um, I have something that I thought was funny, which was Nintendo finally, in Nintendo's words, announcing how buggy uh, Scarlet and Violet were. Um, mm-hmm. And it was through the patch, uh, the 1.1.0 1. 1, uh, patch. That was a gig. And uh, what really annoyed people is um, when they were announcing what it was actually fixing, it was more so directed towards the music or the lack of consistent music during during the final four battles, and then other bugs shall be fixed. Is essentially <laughs> the words that they use when number one, a gig is not enough of a patch to fix everything that's wrong with that game. Yep. But come on, Nintendo, we all know what you come on, like come on. <laughs> You think everybody's is really upset about the music during during the final four battle as opposed to like all of the janky Pokemon <laughs> in ground uh, grass rising as you're moving along there. I thought that was funny and it needed to be announced there. Uh, 
but yeah. that's, that's classic video game company fashion there. You know, I mean, I gave up on that game. Up. I got like, I was really enjoying it surprisingly, but it was just too much for me to take. I had to stop. I was like, this is too frustrating. I plan on getting back to it, but as you guys will find out, I activated <laughs> demon hours. You did this, <laughs> uh, this week. So let it be known that when Barry puts his mind to something, he follows through. Without yeah, so, question. <laughs> so with Without games question. this week, with, with games this week, because <laughs> Craig is done with the news there. Uh, games this week for anybody that hasn't finished it yet is God of War spoiler cast. Yeah. Um, if you want any idea what the uh, what these two are talking about here, I put 30 hours into God of War in two days and I finished it. <laughs> so I it is done. And like, luckily, everything is still fresh, so I'm ready to talk about it. But if you are someone who did not finish God of War and does not want to be spoiled. One, um, I hope you guys have a nice day. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can skip to the movies slash TV shows if you want to, but I completely understand if you want to leave after the pod uh from here but those who do want to listen to spoilers stay along we'll have a fun ride talking about it but uh i just want to make sure and spend enough time for people who kind of skip through the podcast to get to our games do if you're worried about god of war spoilers do not go past this point um as we get further along here it will probably you know the the density and the bigger spoilers that comes out will of course be a lot worse uh, because we're going to kind of go through the game as a whole and step by step here. So there's still definitely time for you to listen, find out we're talking about God of War and not be spoiled. But there's my what two second spiel on spoiler, spoiler, <laughs> spoilers. Don't listen if you don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. And side note, before we get started, since this was a big week for games, we'll get into those games next week. Um, that way I can give since Barry since spent so much time on God of War um he can play callisto which i finished um and then that gives everybody time for callisto need for speed yep and midnight suns which all came out this week so we can do that next week we'll have all the opinions yeah, yeah and yeah. then i i should and then no it's not um final fantasy 7 is the seventh isn't it or final uh, fantasy reunion I, or is that the let me check. 7th or 13th i will I double check because i feel like it might be coming up quick on us huh I think it's that's I don't think I, it's this week. I think it's the following week, but I'll check. Yeah, that's what I I'm so that, that's what I'm afraid of. The 13th. 13th. All right. That's next week. Good. All right. We got we got a little bit of time to breathe here. That's yeah. The following Tuesday. So we do following have some Tuesday. time. Mm-hmm. All right. So. All right. Cool. God of War. Uh, before we get into all of the spoiler talk, uh, how do you guys feel about the game as a whole, considering the entire package? Uh. Shortest answer I can give is the game is good, but it's not game of the year. That's my opinion. Um, In a similar short answer, the game did exactly what I wanted it to do. Uh, I highly enjoyed it. It's not game of the year, but it's definitely for me top six or five that I've played. It's lower than I I thought I would put it for sure, but still good. And to put it short for me as well, God of War is fantastic, uh, but I also struggle naming it like the outright game of the year here. So, you know, consider that what you guys will. I know some people will be like, what are you talking about? God of War is the sanctity of all gaming. Um, It's not (laughs) just like Elden Ring isn't. But uh, let's go over, I guess, kind of the most 
non-changed thing about it is probably the gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. Like overall gameplay is still the same, uh, which I guess is kind of the main thing there. Yes, traversal is a little bit easier when it comes to now you're of, you know, chains of or blades of chaos can whip you around the battlefield instead of just being, you know, I guess tied to the ground in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, overall, you you primarily get to stay with the same two weapons until 66% into the game or maybe 75. And then you finally get a new weapon to play with, which is nice. I still have an issue with the control scheme. I really think that like I, and I get it like there, there are so many button shortcuts in God of war that it's hard for me to remember everything. So I end up just mashing buttons sometimes, but (laughs) Changing weapons for me, like there needs to be a hold like L1 and then quick select with the analog stick. Um, just because you don't like the D-pad, it, like my thing know. is, is when I'm holding the controller, I need like this finger that's on L1 to like claw over and press yeah. one of the bottom three, which, you know, I'm used to it, but I'll admit it's kind of uncomfortable, especially like if I'm trying to throw my axe, switch to my spear, throw my spear, take my sword, blah, and then call everything back and, you know, be <laughs> be fluid with combat as possible. But that's that's where I feel with the gameplay portion of things. Yes, it's more violent and I think it's like fun, but it's not anything groundbreaking from the first. And overall, I'd say I actually like um, God of War 2018 better than Ragnarok. So do I. So do I. I think this one does a better job on seamless transitions. Whereas like I could not tell a single time when it was loading, like not once they did a good job of hiding it. Um, Yeah. As I mean, the last game did too, but like coming off of uh, not to get into it, but like coming off of something like a Callisto protocol, you really appreciate when you can really pull off that the game is loading and not have you notice like they're masters of that for sure. But yeah, I, I think the controls could use a little tweaking um, just to make it a little bit more fluid. I still think God of War 3 is the most uh, bloody slash gory God of War by far. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and this that, one has you know, moments. Kinda, it did. I'm going to mirror Barry with the control scheme, specifically the weapon changing, because I don't know. Um, I had stupid moments where I switched to the wrong weapon multiple times just because yep. either my yep. finger slipped because <laughs> of like the heated battle and the sweaty palms or whatever. But there was a lot of times where I was, I ended up on the ax when I really wanted the spear or vice versa. And, you know, um, you know, you want the blades for certain moments and the game really challenges you with, uh, with status, w- whether being weak to fire or, or ice. So because of all of that, or that increase in that, at least I found some moments where like, like, you know, you roll away and you dodge, but I looked, I looked flat footed with my enemies because I was like trying to switch to the right thing so that I can whittle down the empowered health bar that they have so that I can get to the real meat of, of, of their health. And it could have been, it could have been better. I mean, they, they kept things that were great. Um, I, I know we, we haven't even touched on the, the Atreus part of combat in, in general. Yeah. Atreus. What did I say? Atreus. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> yes. of like atrium. I'm thinking of yep. the word atrium. Sorry. Yep. Atreus. Um, which, you know, he was, he was good as the, the Robin to the Batman kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I, as far as the the parts playing as him I wasn't as thrilled Barry I kind of wanted your final take on what it was yeah. like to play as Atreus because yeah. you, you, you finished Atreus and, and I know I was saying good things about it before Atreus felt good early but when we got later into the game I wasn't as sold on his th- stuff anymore <laughs> and yeah. I don't know whether or not I like his weapons like uh, his weapon upgrades just didn't seem to affect much i no. i just feel like enemies as atreus are punching bags and they just continue to take arrow after arrow after arrow after arrow no matter if it's a sonic or runic arrow or one of my normal arrows like those that's what was mo- the most frustrating is i would be headshotting enemies and it just a little bit of health and a little bit of stagger sometimes like it's the one the the rights i guess they're called the ones that you have to shoot them with regular arrows or hit them regularly because the runic arrows bounce off like they don't stagger quick enough so a lot of the times i just find myself throwing arrows over and over again it's like i really wish like the atreus combat was maybe felt a bit more powerful toward the last last moments of you playing him but of like definitely his arrows where i definitely wanted more out of his combat like later in the game i felt like he was fine early on so maybe so it felt like something was wrong with like the scaling for me of atreus does it do you get the feeling that like they wanted to switch it up and their way of switching it up was playing as him but then they never really fully realized him as a playable character (laughs) Because they're like, yeah. here's some combos, but we're not going to put much thought into it. Yeah, by the end of the game, I was just mashing R1 as Atreus. Yep. I, like, gave up on, like, you know, as kind of what Barry was already talking about, I gave up on the bow and arrow completely when I was yep. playing as Atreus. I just, I mean, there was also a point in the game where I didn't even change from Sonic to Runic arrows in combat. I just stuck with one, and I just kept doing that, you know, yeah. because the side aspect of the arrows and what they did did not affect battle enough for me where I felt that same thing with his, his upgrades. He had three bows. There was a spread, a single arrow, and then whatever the third one was. And they offered very little buff or it felt like they offered very little buff to his abilities. Mm-hmm. So in that huge cupboard where you open it up and like, and, and, and upgrade Atreus, I was doing like, I didn't do anything since the first visit to, um, oh my gosh. Midgar? Oh, Ironwood? Uh, yeah. No, to, oh my God, I can't remember. Asgard? The first visit to Odin. Asgard. Thank Asgard. you. Asgard. Yeah, I could, since the first visit of Asgard, I didn't even touch, I didn't touch either person's arrows. Like, really. Like, I know it's less, it's less on Freya's side than it was on necessarily Atreus's side. But right. um, it, that, that, that part of the gameplay died really quickly for me relatively early but freya felt more useful and you never play as her she was right Mm -hmm. like she was a lot more useful because she had more options in combat than Mm -hmm. atreus did she would like she could turn into the bird she would you know take a lot of heat off of you in the middle of battle it was great i just they put more thought into her than they did atreus and he's supposed to be like the most important character in this entire game yeah, he's the one everything revolves around. Uh, right. Yeah. Which then I kind of want to talk about, like, are we good with gameplay? Like, everybody mm-hmm. has their gameplay stuff in there. Before we mm-hmm. get to story, I do want to talk about the cast of of everything like that. Uh, Craig, you said it last week. Uh, Danielle Busidi, 
uh, or Vasidi, she deserves something for playing as Freya. Oh yeah, yeah. my God. She's fantastic. Was she, yep. uh, was she next level? I, after playing this game, I don't know how she wasn't in the game awards, right? They didn't nominate no. her or anything like that. That nope. that's wrong. Wrong. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I am fully like invested in Freya's character. When you go to Vanaheim with her, like and mm-hmm. that scene with her with with you and her with the knee hog that yeah. that touched yeah. me like it was yeah. so well acted so well performance capped like i get it everybody loves christopher judge as kratos i don't know if he's mm-hmm. ever won anything as kratos before <laughs> yeah, he's okay <laughs> well like it's it's what everybody you know boy yeah. and everything yeah, like boy. that so it, it's boy. it's that kind of thing but uh, Freya's voice actress deserves so much more accolades than what she's getting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Freya, I think, probably by far my favorite character in this game, uh, in Ragnarok here. So that's 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 something to keep in mind here. I really like Richard Schiff uh, as Odin. I like the yeah. uh, with like cast wise. I think they did a really good job. Um, one thing I did want to say, because I'm getting a lot of talk about this, Faye, Kratos' wife, is not Sophie Turner. It's Deborah Ann Wool who also does a fantastic job. Yep. I can see where they look alike, though. I'll be completely honest. I see it. <laughs> so, And uh, the AT&T girl is in this. Did you guys know that? Uh, where Ooh, is she at? The AT&T is... spokesperson is Lunda. Okay. The other blacksmith. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That's funny. That's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, I was really I surprised when I saw that too. Um, Thrude, Thrude was a favorite. Thrude was pretty good. Thrude I love her '80s well. rock style hair. I don't, I don't yes. care what people say. Her, her, her hair was awesome. Um, and like her character as well. Thor was uh, great. Ang- yeah, Angerboda. I mean, but he's Angerboda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Angerboda. Yeah, I think I think everybody did a good job. Like this game, like overall, uh, to go in a little bit to the story, definitely um, tries to make you focus on the other characters uh, as mm. well. Like every like you you know you know who Kratos is, of course, and Atreus. We we learn more about him in this game, but Brock and Sindri become more of a vital like portion to all of this in a way. They're a lot more available because they're also like side characters who go with you on your travels when it's not Freya mm. or Atreus. And I yeah. think for the most part, they do a pretty good job uh, with both of those characters. Yeah. I definitely want to see more. And man, Sindri, hoof, Sindri, mm-hmm. Sindri, Sindri. Uh, so with that being said, my final warning to everybody, <laughs> spoilers for the story, spoilers yep. for the story. If you don't want to be spoiled, stop. Uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say. But so I know I just went on a huge tangent about the cast. What do you guys think about the story? Like definitely try to compare it to 2018 at some points if you want to. But, you know, how do you guys feel? I'll, you know, uh, Craig, Craig second, Craig squared. Uh, you, you have the floor first. Uh, so I didn't think that I was going to be duped by the story, but I was. <laughs> I texted I texted Craig one. Um, because I wasn't aware that you uh, were into the game or whatever, or not into the yeah. game, but like you hadn't beaten it at that point. You hadn't yeah. beaten it at that yep. point. The the, te- so, the tier. Oh, go so ahead. here here's the thing, because I knew the big dupe what you were talking about the moment you said it. So yeah. Yeah. did you guys play with subtitles? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
So it was funny. I was asking my roommate about this because I caught like I caught it because subtitles were on when they like when everybody talks about the the God tier, he has the apostrophe over the Y. But when mm-hmm. this tier talks in fake tier, it doesn't have the apostrophe over the Y. I didn't I, catch that. Wow. I, I, I do not that. know why like they did that. I think it's on purpose. I could have been like they, an Easter egg for you. Th- you know, that's what uh, I think, because in the yeah. in the dialogue, like if they remember to put the apostrophe when people are talking about him or to him, why mm. when he talks, doesn't he have that? And sure. then so I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I did. I was kind of like, oh, there's the dupe. So <laughs> it, 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 I, I, I don't want to say I saw it coming, but I knew kind of something was weird. Something. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, like the whole time they, 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 they toyed because, like, you know, the whole time as the player, you're like, this is tier. Like, when are we going to get some tier action? When's tier going to help with this? Yeah. With this, with any battle, not even just like the final like Ragnarok battle, but just any battle. And that, that sequence of events, while a very short five minute to eight minute cutscene, like, really hit home. Um, I don't want to s- necessarily go on that because the question was overall, what do we think of the story? I think I thought it progressed well. There were a couple of Treyas parts that I was like, and we've talked about them before. Um, I think Craig and I at least yep. were like, we were like, why is this so long? Yep. And um, they were necessary. I'm not necessarily talking about Asgard Atreus parts, but like Those some of the long. other ones. And <laughs> yeah, but I think that Odin and Thor really didn't make it long for me. Because I wanted more. I wanted as much Odin Thor as possible. And by that point, you had him in the beginning. They just throw him at you, literally. Mm-hmm. And then you really don't see him. But I kind of yeah, like 40 that. 40 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, and, and the back and forth between the two and between Thor and Atreus specifically and Odin and Atreus, you know, different relationships overall. Like, that portion was really interesting to me. I... I don't mind that it revolved around Atreus. I don't mind necessarily that Kratos took a backseat while while essentially Atreus was moving all of the parts either by running away like an idiot or <laughs> by by being that that, you know, that angsty teen at specific times when he when Kratos just wants to be a father at this point. By the way, Kratos just wants to be a father at this point. Yep. We are past boy. We are that you spent the whole God of War, like the last 2018 one, being like, Can you just be a father, please? Can you just, yep, just like hug him for a second? And there are multiple moments where Kratos did that, um, in spades and was almost father of the year, at least to as close as he could be to father of the year. Long story short, it built up to a pretty nif- nifty, um, scene well not scene but like endings like fight i kind of enjoyed that but as the story as a whole i thought it progressed well minus the atreus parts certain atreus parts and i enjoyed going along for the ride and Mm -hmm. like you said barry it was really these side characters that brought it home for me this game it was really their input their portions some of the stuff that they were saying as you were walking throughout levels with them and realms that's who brought it home. Like I can name probably three or four people that I'm, I'm glad had these long portions with Kratos um, so that you could just get a feel with them, you know? So, yeah. Um, 
I think it's a good story. It's it's entertaining. Um, it has that fake out, uh, which was good. I did not see that coming. I enjoyed the ending with Ragnarok. I thought it was done very well. Um, there's one thing that like stuck in my mind with the ending, and I think it ties into the first God of War and this one revolves so heavily around these prophecies, right? Of the like, this is what's going to happen. Um, we need to find a way to change it or whatever. And it's the same thing in this game. And everything goes according to the prophecies until the end, obviously. And, you know, the big spoiler here is they see the prophecy that Kratos is supposed to die, right? That was like mm-hmm. the big thing that they're trying to change. But when we get to the end of the game, there was never any instance I saw of him ever being in danger of dying ever. And I was, it kind of threw me off a little bit because I was waiting for, um, I didn't believe in a million years that they're going to kill Kratos, right? Like this game does not survive by making you play as Atreus in the, in a sequel, right? It's Kratos. So I never expected Kratos to die, but I was waiting for this scene where like he's about to die or something major. And it just doesn't really happen unless I'm like misreading a situation, but there was Mm -hmm. such a huge emphasis on this prophecy and Atreus trying to figure out how to save his dad, because that's all he's talking about. And that's all his motivation for everything he's doing. And nothing ever remotely close happens to that ever. Like you get to the end and I'm playing it and I'm like, all right, here we go. This is the, uh, he's going to fight Odin now. And then this is it. This is where he's going to, he's going to almost die. And like nothing at all. And I was just like, I, it seemed like an oversight in my opinion of like, why would they not even like tie into that? It's like, they forgot about it and they're like, oh, well, everything he saves the day. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's what we were expecting. But like, where was that fake out Kratos death that you were so heavily implying for the last 50 hours I've been playing this game? It just kind of threw me off a little bit that like, I don't want to say they overlooked it, but they just kind of like pushed it to the side. Like, eh. That prophecy doesn't matter. It's weird. Yeah, I I have to agree with that portion of things because even even as you are going along, like it, the notion of you know we're doing this because we had to, not because yeah. fate said to, yep. is starting to go. Just goes over and over again, and you know, like especially with the Heimdall portion of things. Like I keep you keep waiting for Kratos to go back to the ed- like to the edge to the way he mm-hmm. was before mm-hmm. uh, before that. But after the I feel like the boat ride scene at the end of Vanaheim, uh, like he just kind of OK, I'm good now. I'm calm. And it's just yeah. like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was waiting for his moment to be OK. I'm pissed. I'm doing anything I want. I need to save my son, Atreus, because that's th- to be honest, that's all he cares about in this game is saving yep. Atreus. Yeah. Um, that's why I got and, the spear. Yeah, that is literally. Yeah, <laughs> that's the, like, the only reason he got the spear. <laughs> so it's it, like that kind of stuff. I was like, you know, I, I did want that. Uh, here was the thing. When I was playing through the game and I got I was getting to the ending, I'm like, okay, like Kratos is going to die. Am I going to get emotional here? Because like Mm -hmm. I've we've been with Kratos for over 10 years now, almost 15. And it's like, am I going to get emotional? And I really would have liked them to pull that heartstring a lot, a lot harder than what they did, Mm -hmm. even if it was a fake out, even if it's even if it's something where, you know, it's. Because they you see it in the murals like Kratos is like 
I guess, sitting on Atreus's lap and something's yep. like coming out of his mouth. Yeah, he's like, dying in his lap. But I guess I guess that wasn't that... him. That was Odin. I guess that's what it was, because I, I guess I'm piecing it yeah, in my that. head now because yeah. Odin was the one that was laying dead in his lap. But right. I guess. But in the mural, but, it has Kratos's uh, red markings on his head, though. Yeah, like so I guess it's Kratos. It's 100 yeah. percent Kratos. OK, yeah. cool. I was I was thinking yeah. I might have missed something in the mural. <laughs> nope. So it's it's primarily like that ending. And the the one thing I definitely this game needed is Balder was such an annoying, fun villain for me. And mm -hmm. I get that they were trying to make Odin like Odin's thing in Norse mythology is he's the all knowing father. Yes, he needs to know everything. So he's obsessed with knowing everything. That's his that's his lore. Um, and with that, they tried to make him not somebody who wanted to fight everybody or get war. He just wanted info. He wanted to know everything as the all knowing father. Mm -hmm. So during that final boss battle, yes, it was a, a magnificent boss battle, but I, I didn't get the satisfaction I did when I got Boulder. That yeah. was a hundred percent for sure. Like Boulder was that one character. I was like, dude, if I don't kill him, he's going to like make my, make our lives a living nightmare. Uh, and he and that's where it was a lot more fun. But, you know, Freya in the mix made it all the more fun when she brought in that noose. I was like, yes, Freya, let's <laughs> yeah, let's go sick. Make, make cool. Freya the main character at this point. I yeah. I don't care what she you do. is the best character in the game. She and, is. But like, you know what? The, the heartstring, rather than Kratos dying, I don't know if it was for you guys, was like redemption. Well, Thor dying before completely rede like redemption. Yeah. Like there was a, such a focus on Thor as a f and his family. Like, what was it? Sif yeah. and Thrude? Like, yo, yo, Sif, it, I don't care. Horny bonk. Hand up. Horny bonk. Sif. Wow. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> had, to get, had, had to get that out. Had to get that <laughs> out. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, she had a she had a long flowing head of hair too. Um she did. but uh there was such a focus on that part of the family that I kind of felt sad when you know Thor and Kratos were basically two fathers fighting with their kids in mind. Yep. And if there was a heartstring at the end in the in the final battles, it was when they were talked down. Thor finally really stands up to Odin and dies right in front of his wife and kid because of it. And, you know, that that was like the kind of thing that hit home for me. I don't I don't I never really was like, oh, we have to kill Odin. I was more so right. like the game wants me to kill Odin. But like in that moment, I kind of did. <laughs> I kind of I kind of really I, like I liked I, I enjoyed Thor's struggling with his demons. And mm -hmm. that part where you find him at the the uh, I, for lack of a better term, alehouse or whatever. And. Thrude has to see her father drunk in midday before going on a mission and has to deal with that and be the parent to the parent. Like there were some big moments in that family. That's why I liked Asgard, to be honest. That was the majority yeah. of the reason why I liked Asgard was was that that was that portion. So if there was any, I guess the the big point is if there was any heartstring at the end, it wasn't the fact that Kratos was really in any danger. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it was just like Thor dying kind of hit me a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Cause you felt for him. You went yeah. from like, he, who was just this like obnoxious imposing presence at the very beginning of the game. And then at the end, when you're fighting him, you're like, Oh, this, 
this sucks. I don't really want to kill him, but I guess yeah. I have to fight him. Like he's just trying to be a, a dad, just like Kratos is. Um, and with a horrible father figure of his own in Odin. So, yeah, I mean, he was definitely, I don't know. I did have some emotions for Thor, but yeah, the whole Odin and I don't know. I just didn't, it's not that I didn't care about Odin. It's just that last battle felt kind of empty to me. Yeah. Also, to be honest, Heimdall, Heimdall was a harder battle than Odin. Yeah. I don't know how it was for you guys. Heimdall was harder than Odin for me. Yep. I wanted Heimdall to be like a more central villain in all yeah. of it. Like he was great. His cockiness, his character. <laughs> I wish we got to see more of him. Yep. Um, yeah, I would have so much been happier. And he- here's how I would have done it. Not I'm not the game developer. I'm not in any way better than them. But I would have so much liked in Vanaheim. Maybe in maybe switch the Heimdall, Heimdall and Thor battle where. Mm-hmm. Thor is the one that comes after you in Vanaheim before the end. You get to talk with him, have a little bit of redemption. He still dies at, you know, in in Asgard, but sure. then have Heimdall be the person because he he pushed your buttons. He knew how to make you <laughs> pissed because yeah, he talked yeah. down to you. He he talked down to Atreus and you know, he's this he's cocky is what he is and that's I don't know. That that's probably how I would have done it instead because if yep. you want that like villain battle like because they're going for like almost a almost a Avengers type final battle. If you want a villain you hate to mm-hmm. like be that person that like, you know, gets you into the fight. I think it would have been Heimdall for me because he was he was such mm-hmm. an arrogant, arrogant person. Yeah, agreed. Have yeah. him fight then and then go into the Odin battle. You'd be like all kinds of pumped up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or have something where like like you kill Odin and then Heimdall like is the final boss battle or something. And that'd be cool. He's, yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. So yeah. it's, it's something like that. So like talking about more of the emotional strings of things, uh, Brock Brock's death. Um, mm-hmm. that is, especially with the whole, haha gotcha moment. I was like, Brock started making sense all of a sudden. And I was, (laughs) I was, I was telling like uh, my roommate was watching me play like characters being happy. This is a death flag. Sorry. That's how this, uh, you know, that's how this, this series works. And, you know, Brock was just getting, you know, Brock had just learned about his soul and how he actually died in a fire years ago. So he's denied the afterlife because, you know, Sindri was kind of in a way selfish in, Mm -hmm. in all of that to, to deny his brother that way. So that's I think hearing that he didn't like have an after like I think kind of hit more than his actual death because of like, you know, he doesn't you know, his body doesn't have a soul or anything like that. So it can't find its way back to the to the um, lake of the dead or or the lake of fates or whatever it's called. So that. That death there was meaningful. Uh, I think I think it had I think it had a decent amount of impact just because Brock was definitely like during that mermaid scene and Kratos like makes him bless the spear. Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. man, Kratos, you've changed, you've changed and it's for the better. Like that was awesome for Brock. I felt for Brock there. Yeah. Yeah. And it set off the, the decline into madness for Sindri too, which was, cool. I like what they did with that. Him just being mad at Atreus was great. I thought that was awesome. Um, It's a good, you know, because Atreus was literally just using, everybody in this game <laughs> just he was using and abusing everybody because in his mind everything had a purpose to i guess change and save his dad's life 
But man, he just like every side character pretty much gets abused by Atreus. <laughs> yeah, Atre- yeah, Atreus has main character syndrome. He's got anime main character. I mean, syndrome. he's Loki, right? Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense. He's selfish and a trickster and all that. So it made sense to me. The Brock's death. Brock's death hit me when you go into the Temple of Tear, mm-hmm. and you see his like blood was that when you could see his bloodshot eyes it's when he's banging on just a sword in oh the yeah sindri sindri yeah yeah sindri when you just when he turns around and you see his like his post brother's death face is where brock's death really hit home for me yeah because he's still you know, like laying there on the table too at that point I think, he's still right? laying there on yep. the table and yep. and and sindri had such a a wonderful uh contribution in terms of that um we're gonna die but i'm gonna say whimsical things you know like kind of you know like when he's accompanying atreus or whatever so he has a certain he brings something to the table and seeing sindri that way like kind of that's where i started to get the feels you know started to feel some type of way about brock's death um because i don't know in my mind brock Brock's kind of like that guy that you celebrate after his death because he's just the kind of, you know, you tell funny stories about like him in his past and such like that. But seeing how it affected Sindri's what hit home for me yeah. in terms of his death. That's when I got really sad. Yeah. When it when it comes to that portion of things, did you guys see Sindri kind of doing that right at the end? Like retrospect. Yeah, I should have seen it coming because, you know, he does that old like, OK, I'm gone. Bye. And then okay, I'm back. Time to make time for the big, like, oh my God moment. Did you guys see him doing that? Did you guys like, were you guys surprised when he came back to smash um, Odin's marble? Um, I forgot about him. Honestly, I was caught up in the moment. I forget, yeah, I've yeah. In, I, I forgot about Sindri in that moment. You know, you obviously fight with him earlier to get to Odin. Right. But, I, you know, eh. I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, that was the same thing for me. But like, so over overall, like I, I did want and it's really hard, to be honest, like to follow up 2018 in a way that's better. Like, yes, it is better with Freya, who put on just such a spectacular acting performance for her. Treya, Atreus, like Kratos as well. But I for me, like the villain portion of things just was not there. And that was something yeah. where, you know, God in recent memories, God of War three, you know, you had Zeus, you know, uh, like that <laughs> yeah. battle was like yeah. worth every little bit of it. And this is the end of, of course, the Norse mythology um, mm-hmm. section and to kill their their, you know, big God as well. And Odin, I, I felt like I did want a little bit more out of that final battle of like. I'll open the floor. Is there anything else that you guys like want to mention, like in the story wise that you could think of that either stood out to you, wish was better. Um... Uh, I think like I had, we had mentioned this before, but it's just the, now that we're like, we're finished. It's just the lack of God of war type boss battles that aren't in this game. You just don't get them. And it's because of what you said. There just isn't those like big, villains that we're so used to in a god of war game like you have the thor one at the beginning and then you have the entirety of the game and you get i mean i would count like the nidhogg as one because that was yeah um and then you and then you have like two or three at the end but other than that there really isn't that many 
And I think that is, it hurts the game a little bit where the majority of the game is you fighting sub bosses uh, and walking, riding in a boat for 35 hours. Yeah. And now, I don't know. To, I just needed up, more in between. Yeah. To bring up like another game. And this is just a thought that just came to mind. Like me personally, mm-hmm. I think I actually prefer like the the boss battles in Forbidden West over this God of War okay. game. I feel like I feel like the Forbidden mm-hmm. West like battles were either really big and spectacle, like especially with that opening venomous snake fight. Um, yeah. Big kind of opening awesome. with like w- with like those like I feel like the boss battles in Forbidden West were almost more spectacular and fun, I think, in a way yeah. than um than God of War was not to take it away. It's just like the the reusing of those crocodiles, like two, like two of them again, kind of thing. Like the crocodiles yeah. were, yeah. were their own thing. I you're right. Like I kind of miss. We used to get a lot of those troll enemies in combat, and I always enjoyed mm-hmm. aiming at them, getting them stunned, getting on them, smashing everybody, and then yep. tearing out the Cyclops' eye. Um, but yeah. it's like we oh, see yeah. those. We see like the ancient ones as well, where, you know, you have to open, you have to hit them while their core is open, grab a ball and throw it at them to stun them kind of thing, mm-hmm. where it it definitely feels like there's a little bit less, I guess, creativity in the boss, yeah, fa- in the boss battle and boss design, because the, the crocodile ones are just, okay, one's in the water, time to hit this one. Okay, the other one's in the water, time to hit this one. Oh, great, both of them out of the water. Um, area of effect, Blades of Chaos, you know, sort of. Yeah you know sort of wash and everything like that yeah and like they did even like the boss battles that happened i mean odin had what two forms Mm -hmm. um heimdall i think had three technical sections but like one of the cool things about god of war like you know specifically in the last ball like in the balder fight in the last game balder fights in the last game is you get torn up, you get thrown somewhere. They did this in the beginning with Thor, like Thor yep. threw you everywhere. And you got to see a remnant of it with the frozen lightning bolt and all that other stuff. Like you got to see things like that. And it just never really went back. Like Odin, you fought in the same arena. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a cut scene in between. And then it was like, oh, now Mad Odin's fighting. So let me fight Mad Odin. And, you know, and then, that's it. And then yeah. you have Thor and then you have like and then you have Thor that I've hurt. And then you have Thor that's more hurt. And that's it. You know, yeah. you have that the need hog. You have the 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 play Heimdall fights where you couldn't hit him. Yeah, it wasn't really a boss battle. But yeah, like you guys were saying, they recycled some older enemies but the ancient ones weren't as formidable this round they were cake it's not because i played it before the ancient ones actually were hard to bring down in the for in god of war 2018 here they kind of felt like just uh not even a general but a lieutenant to whatever fodder you were fighting and you know the two crocs you know they again it was very simple algorithm one got in the water they both had different elements so just make sure you watch what you do with each one. And you got very similar rewards for beating all of them. Uh, there were those four, those four trolls or not trolls, but they were like orcs. I don't know if you guys got that. Um, there was like a, uh, what do you call it? An amulet that you can get where you banged it against your chest and they came to life. They were standing, they were, they were situated throughout the game world. There was four of them and they were like statuesque. Yep. 
Yep. And then you could you could make them come to life and fight them. That was fun for the two seconds that you know <laughs> you fight them because they had you know four of them. Not as much meat, not as you, much God of War. You have those um, what were they called? The ones that were just like energy matter. And you had to like Phantoms? kill the oh, yeah, yeah, and you had to Phantoms. like kill the posts in between. When I you yeah. would, like I liked that. Them. I yeah, liked that was those. different. I th- yeah, I thought those puzzly. were fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I I will say that, and I forget what they're called in the game, but the ones where you have to go to their graves and then you fight like the name the whatever. Yeah, uh, the Valkyries in the first God of War are much better than the Berserkers in my opinion, and harder, and, and harder. harder. I just what? I didn't like them. And, you know, we didn't talk about graphics yet. The game looks incredible. It's like mm-hmm. the game's downright gorgeous. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spar- yeah. Spark of the Spark of the World is by far like one of like one of the most prettiest set pieces that yep. I've seen in yeah. gaming. But to add that, like I was so hyped when those two Valkyries came out of the sky. I was yeah. I was ready. <laughs> like I was ready to fight just because like people who fought, you know, Sigrin in God of War 2018 Oof. knew what the Valkyries were oh, capable of yep. and mm-hmm. all like it's it's just like the things that I loved about 2018 just didn't make enough of an appearance I guess is mm-hmm. what it was because yeah and you know lore wise yes it makes sense that the Valkyries are done mm-hmm. after 2018 because you defeat them all and woohoo you know now they're un you know unpoisoned with the now they're on your side. Yep. Yeah. Now they're on yeah. our side. But you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned like the whole battle with Thor about like throwing you places. Odin literally has power of the Bifrost. Like yes. it, it could have been one of those things where like you take him down to like two levels of health or something, and then you buy he Bifrosts you like Kratos out of it. Like it would have been, I think, a really cool like idea for you to be fighting in the different realms and yep. like even by frost you take you back to where that frozen lightning bolt is or something like that like make you know make it so i don't know the frozen lightning bolt like you un it gets i don't know how it would get uniced and then hits like and then hits odin or something from you know payback from thor or something like that after his death so it's just like there there are some of these portions for me that i thought like yeah you could have been fighting in between the realms. And I think that would have been a lot cooler boss fight. That would have been, cool. that would have been really that would have been cool. That would have been really cool. Yeah. It's true. But yeah, I go yeah. ahead. Oh no, I was going to say that's, that's just one of the things that took it from me, you know, and how can you come from 2018 was a good example, but like even some earlier ones like God of War three and such is like, anytime you had to fight somebody, sometimes you knew at the beginning of God of War, who, who all your boss battles were like, you know, um, Mount Olympus was a good example, you know, of showing, they were just like, okay, well there's everybody jumping off of Mount Olympus to jump to, you know, to, to destroy Kratos. And they don't have to do that this round, but you had, three or four realms that you kind of went through without anything. And the realms were great. They were all very different and they all had their own storyline. They had their own ecosystem. They had their own issues. They had their own heroes. They had their own villains and controversy and everything. And I don't know if it's, it's, it's a first world problem to ask, but I kind of wanted just that basic gamer or basic gaming, which is like, just give me a boss at the end. Yeah. 
Just give me, give me like, just give me, I know you're going to do a great job because you've historically done great with bosses. Just give me a cool boss at the end. Make some up, you know, like have like a half lore, half, you know, our team thought of this boss. I don't care. You have enough lore in there that's true. Mm-hmm. You know that that you you you, you can you can just kind of do do a little bit of what you would like. So that's where that's where I I was left wanting more is the the enemy types slash bosses did not match how beautifully done each realm was. You know, you, you know what it feels like to me is that they almost look at the older God of Wars, and I'm talking before God of War 2018, they almost look down at them at this point where they're like, eh, that's not what we're, we're not really about that anymore. Like their stories have been phenomenal these past two games. And it's like, they don't want to acknowledge the formula that got them to this point, which is exactly what you're talking about at its core. God of War is level boss, next level boss, next level. Just do that. And that's what, a lot of people enjoy, but it, I do feel like they don't like those games and they want to like distance themselves from that and be like, no, we're a narrative driven game, which is perfectly fine because their stories are written phenomenally. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, that's what us as original God of War fans like in the series was those mm-hmm. nice boss battles. Um, and even the first God of War, like you open with a nice boss battle against like the serpent, the water serpent, and then you go to the next level and you're right into another boss. Like, give me that. And I would have totally been like, this game is maybe game of the year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But it was just too much where not a lot was going on that as Barry and I have both affectionately called it a sleepy game where you're just like, oh, my God, I'm falling asleep here. And it's not because the game sucks. It's just because nothing's happening and I'm getting bored. Uh, yeah, it's just you need more. more well, and I, think a, I think a lot of it has to do with how they're and, you know, you we talked about it in Plague Tale where it's the forced storytelling portion of things where you're forced to walk. You're yep. forced to hear the entire line and. <laughs> You know, like even in Schwartelheim, it opens up with this huge like river thing where you're getting caught up with what's going mm-hmm. on. And it's like, you know, I get it. I get that we did this. But also, does the end of every level really need that like open world portion of things like that? And that's no. what I missed about the linearity <laughs> of God of War. Like yeah. Atreus's levels are much more linear other than the mm-hmm. fact that Niflheim, I'm sorry, too much backtracking. I hated Niflheim. Yeah. yeah. Despite the dog, you know, they do phenomenally with dogs, wolves in this game. Regardless, Mm -hmm. like I, I really enjoyed the open world level of Alfheim in that desert because it's not overwhelming to me. Um, Everywhere is very easy to kind of, okay, I can go over there. There's something like in that kind of thing where the moment you put me in a boat, I'm (laughs) one kind of have to deal with the sometimes frustrating controls of the boat. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm automatically going, angry when I see a boat yes. section. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and, then, and then it's always with the boat. OK, I need to go around the coastline and yep. then go yeah. into the middle. Like mm-hmm. uh, if they were if all of them were as small as Alfheim was, I probably would feel a lot better with the open world section tacked on at the end of every realm. Uh, but that's not the case. You know, they want to go bigger. They want you to spend more time in the game, more time with their characters. I just wish that those 
were a little bit more squished down. Like not every, and we say it all the time. Not every game needs to be 60, 80, a hundred hours. Yes. Um, yeah. Finishing God of War. Perfect. In, yeah. Finishing God of War in 32, I think was fine, but toward the end. And you know, the only reason I finished this game in, in technically two days, almost was because I had to stop doing everything. I was, I was having fun with the game, but at some point I, you know, you reach your limit of, yep. of stuff you want to do at some point. You're mm. always like, man, and especially like with God of War's backtracking, like <sighs> it would be different if I could go between realms, easy peasy, you know, bang, bang, bang. Let's get this stuff out of the way. But they're constantly introducing new things to you, whether it's rifts from the um, from the knee, from the Nikog's children now feeding on yes. rifts. So now you have to go find them <laughs> to green rifts toward the end of the game. And now you got to go close those. And yeah like with that and it's like it's the same thing the moment i finally like saw that okay i can do everything in schwartelheim i could now go back i just thought man i gotta backtrack with the boat i don't want to <laughs> backtrack with the boat anymore <laughs> the boat. Yeah, boat sucks like it <laughs> it does it like and alfheim and i've mentioned and you know i mentioned to my roommate it's it's a lot like the god of war where you're on a sled it's kind of a, a sorry, not Gears of War. Sorry, Gears of War, like that huge desert area that Craig, yep. Craig and I remember playing that. Yeah, um, like those were much bigger. But this like I, I just loved that contained form. I just so wish they weren't stuck on putting me on a boat, making me travel through these narrow w- waterways <laughs> to each coast and then getting lost like Vanaheim's a maze, a literal maze. Um, yeah. And I, it's just that portion of things because I get it like backtracking is a way of like, okay, that's right. I remember this is here. I should go do that or something like that. But for the most part, 80% of people I'm going to say are not going to backtrack the way you want them to backtrack. I already need to travel to, um, Svartalheim, Alfheim. Like you have to travel to those areas again due to story reasons. Yeah. Why can't like when I come back 10 hours later, I can do everything in that level and then shelve that level. I don't need to go back there anymore unless I want to like that would feel better than getting into the 30th hour of the game, finally able to do everything. And then looking at your looking at all of the completion numbers that, of course, the game has and then says, crap, like. Vanaheim, I still got more than fifty percent to do, and I just want to continue the story. I yeah. don't want to spend another three hours in Vanaheim on a boat. Yeah, if you yeah. if you yeah. don't get so, what I'm trying to get through to you here, I don't want the boat. <laughs> but no, yeah, no more be on anything other no than boat. the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to, but, to that end, you get the spear way too late. Yep, because then the spear I didn't even is use it. Thing. I didn't even use it because I, at that I, point I was like, I love my axe and my my axe and blade of chaos were so leveled up that when I yeah. got the spear, I was like, I don't even want to take the time to try and level this up because I had gone through and did every single attack on the blade so I could get that that end like spark, uh, yeah. spark for every single one and almost every single one for the blades of chaos. I, and I was like, I don't want to do this with the spear too. I'm like, yeah. I'm like two yeah. hours away from the ending. I'm not doing it, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, so I just didn't use it. I used it only when I had to. 
and it's fun to use. But I was just like, I don't yeah. care. Like it's it's way too late. You should have given this to me twenty hours ago. This is insane. Um, and like to your point with like the 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 maze of like the boat sections and all that, going that and like not to get into it, but like the beauty and simplicity of a game like Callisto Protocol, where it is a straight path with side stuff that'll get you extras and credit or whatever. It's like in my mind, that is so beautiful to give me that concise story and I can just go and I don't have to backtrack ever. Not one time do I have to backtrack in that game. And here, God of War is like, I looked at those pause screen numbers of completions and I literally looked at some of them and I'm like, I'm never doing that. I don't care enough to go back and do that because it's like, oh, guess what? You missed three chests. I'm not going to go around that whole big area in my boat to try to find three chests. You're out of your mind. Yes. Absolutely not. (laughs) And they also want you to find them. Like it'd be different too. If at the end of the game, you could purchase treasure maps to show you everything you missed. I wouldn't feel as bad if that was the case. Um, But it's not, it's, you know, it's It's not, Oh, this area is undiscovered. You need to go to whichever area you can't remember going to. Because the last time you were in Svartalheim was 15 hours ago, um, yep. Yep. and and you're and you're stuck there. So it's, I know it sounds like we're complaining about the game, and be, it's because it's easier to harp on the negatives rather right. than the positives um, of this game. But like, it that doesn't take away from the fact that there's not many games like other than probably like The Last of Us, which I also did this with. There's not a lot of games I could sit through and play 30 hours of. And still, yep. like, not hate my time with it. I did not hate my time with God of War. It is fun. It is written. It is, it is written so well with characters that I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, yep. And acting performances with that. Uh, it's just, like, the the story, I guess, I enjoyed. I just wish the other parts of the game didn't feel so either bloated Uh, And I, yeah, I'll use bloated as the word there, not anything Mm -hmm. else to like, to the point where, you know, you're at the 30th hour, you're ready to go and you just see everything. And like, all I did is all I could do was sigh. Cause it's like, I, that last, you know, your world section. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. (laughs) And and I, and I get it. I get what they're trying to do there. They want you to come back and play this game. They, I get, they really want you to, to come back and play it, but that's, 20% 20% of the of, of the people who buy your game are going to do that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, why not just dump everything to me at the last air, like, after the ending? Like, oh, there's a new yeah. area to explore. Okay. Whoever wants to do that, go go ahead. Like, go ahead and do yeah. that instead of overwhelming you, because, like, you you were absolutely right. Like, I got to that section, and I, lo- I, I looked at I, I looked at my roommate. And I'm like, how long is this going to take me? And he tells me and I'm like, I'm not doing yeah. this. I, 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 it's like, I it's can't. like 10 yeah. to 20 hours in there. Yeah. 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 I, I you just mentioned 20 percent. That was 20 percent of the game. Yeah. That was 20 percent of the game. Yeah. Like I told that, you guys last week I wanted to finish God of War last week. I had seven hours on Sunday where I was just video games and me. And I got to that section and I stupidly did it or mm-hmm. uh, like the majority of it. And it took seven to eight and a half hours to do that whole freaking section. That's insane. All on side stuff. That doesn't matter. All on side stuff. I guess like I there's a point where I was enabled to turn a switch in my mind where I can take games like this now and be like, 
I spent 60 hours with you. I am perfectly fine taking you and putting you on my shelf over here. Not 100%. And will I come back to you ever? Probably not, but I might. But if I don't, it's not going to bother me. And I know that's hard for a lot of people because they look at those games. And the last God of War, I 100%ed because I couldn't. I was like, I have to do all that. But it wasn't this bad. It wasn't this overwhelmingly like it was like I beat the game and I was like, all right, I'm missing like 20, 20. Uh, were they Ravens then that you were hitting? Yeah. Yeah. No. Still, and there's yeah. Ravens in this yeah. game, too. Yeah. It's yeah. Ravens. And yeah. I was like, all right, I'm missing like 20 Ravens, a couple chests. And there's some like side bosses I didn't beat. And it took me, I want to say, another like eight to 10 hours to 100 percent the game. And that was fine. Like I was more than willing to do that. But this one, I'm like, I put 60 hours into this game. And looking at what I have left, I probably have another 20 to 100 percent it. I am not doing that. Nope. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Let me know if something cool happens at 100 percent because I'm not doing it. Yeah, you're officially a Ubisoft game by that point. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. You're, you're Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, it's a lot of that. But it, like, are there any? Are there any closing stuff you guys want to get to before I get to, I guess, my closing stuff of God of War? Uh, I want every game to take note of how God of War transitions mm-hmm. and how they do their, what, for lack of a better term, cinematography, because I will watch the worst video game story ever if you have transitions that way. I know not everybody has the team, but <laughs> this is actually one of the points that I forgot to say. But closing statement on God of War. Great game, worth every penny that I spent on it, not game of the year. Mm-hmm. I'll probably say in a seven-day week, I'll probably say five out of those seven days that I liked 2018's God of War more. Um, Kratos is father of the year. Mm-hmm. Freya, is, Freya is character of the year. Okay. Or one of them saying it. All right. Uh, closing statement for me is I feel like out of all of us, I've probably hit on it the hardest as far as like the downfalls of this game, but please everybody go play it. Like it's worth the time and money to play this game. It may sound like I hated it. I didn't hate it. A hundred percent go play it. It's worth it. Yeah. And like for the most part, my closing arguments for God of War are, are still the same. I, I tend to agree with the meta with the meta score that we get from the user basis mm-hmm. on this game. This game is a good eight, nine. Is it a 10? Is it the hundreds that it's getting everywhere? I personally don't think so, because God of War became what I was afraid of with other games. It became very bloated. It becomes very. Yeah, explore and spend 20 hours in here to, to 100 percent this game sort of thing you know it spent 20 hours in each realm in order to do so but it's it's a phenomenal game the the story itself is enough like mm-hmm. the and like this is one of those games play it on whatever difficulty you want if you don't want to have to worry about all the things we did play it on give me story mode there is yeah. no there is no harm in just playing give me story mode just because as craig mentioned the characters are what i love about this series here kratos is kratos has shown more growth than i think we see in an entire human's lifetime especially (laughs) in today's age uh Mm -hmm. and we see atreus grow we see freya 
grow so much. And it's like those characters that you care about get their time to shine. And like written story-wise, God of War like is a masterpiece in its story. But everything else becomes so bloated that it begins to creep into what like a I'm not sure even how to use this analogy here. It feels like a solid gold coin of a story. And then the, like the, the rust and stuff starts to get into the edges of it. And, Mm. you know, it takes away the value of that solid gold coin or that solid gold that you have that because of that rust, the, the (laughs) bloatedness that this game is bloated rust. I hope that analogy worked. I think it did. I liked it. I I can't talk about analogies, though. Mine are always terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, I love God of War. Uh, That doesn't change that fact. And the way it's sold, I think a lot of people love it, too. Mm -hmm. With that, um, movies and TV shows. Anything you guys watched this week? I didn't. Yes. I watched God of War, the (laughs) 30-hour film. I got one. I finished I Wednesday. Oh, I, then I got two. I finished okay. Wednesday too. What, what did you watch besides Wednesday? Uh, I watched um, Spirited. Okay. Oh, give me that. Okay. Um, <laughs> when you sign up and say that I'm going to watch a film starring Ryan Reynolds <laughs> and Will Ferrell, you're going to get what you ex- ex- what you what you signed up for. I mean, it's. It's a nice back and forth between those two. I will watch any of their movies with them in it solo. They they have they've had enough of a comedic impact where one person on the bill is enough for me to go to the show. Mm-hmm. What I did like about the entire thing, and I, it may have sounded like I said didn't, but it is did, is the what they brought to the, like the musical aspect. I'm not used to either one. I know that Will Ferrell can carry a tune. I didn't necessarily know Ryan Reynolds could, to be honest. Um, and Octavia, she can carry a tune. Oh, I knew for some reason I knew Octavia <laughs> could carry a tune, or I like believed she could. Maybe in my heart yeah. of hearts, I think she could do anything. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what it is. But but they um the songs were fine. They're not gonna be. They're not gonna stand out in my mind like Chicago, like Chicago tunes or Rent or like any of the big guys like Burlesque or any of the big big ones. I'm not gonna hum all of them or maybe download the soundtrack as quick as I did those. But <laughs> they did fit the movie. It was a very adult musical yes. with a hint of Christmas. I don't know if they. Even though the movie was about the ghosts of Christmas, uh, present, past, and future, and they had a really interesting take, it reminded me of um, like the back scenes of Cabin in the Woods, where you find out that there's somebody actually behind the scenes orchestrating things that are normally perceived as reality, you know, well, not reality, but like the fact that there was a whole team dedicated to trying to turn people around with these ghosts of Christmas past. And they had stage hands and they had scenes that they were basically bringing these people they were trying to convert into was a nice change. Um, and again, going back to the actual tunes, the music was fine, but it, it wasn't the most amazing thing, but I think overall, overall, it's a great musical. I think there was enough comedy in there and I'd watch it again. I just wish it was a little bit more Christmassy. Like, I I feel like they sprinkled Christmas in and they used the word Christmas, but I don't think there was an, enough Christmas 
in terms of the scenes themselves. It's it's Great. uh it's Scrooge though. Can't get more it Christmas is Scrooge. than Scrooge. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like that's the thing. They were doing it in flashbacks and in scenes and settings, but I didn't feel as much of like maybe it's because they weren't shoving it down the throat like most scenes do. They didn't have like a tree on every corner and weren't saying the word Christmas every three to four sentences. <laughs> maybe that's particularly why. That's but, fair. But other than that, I mean, I think it's great. I would recommend it to anybody who's trying to have like, like, uh, you know, like loved one watching it with. It's it, I don't know if you can bring. I don't know if it's a kid thing. There's a couple My of kid watched it. She loves it. OK, <laughs> great, great. I, I couldn't I couldn't I wasn't like necessarily focused on seeing if it was like Shrek level where you could like have oh, yeah. kids watch it, you know, but it's great. And um, I say watch it, especially I mean, we're in December do it watch it yeah. now yeah i think like for me it's gonna end up being in my rotation every year for christmas mm. i really enjoy yeah it. i i think it's a much more fresh take on like a christmas story where like we're kind of used to the whole like okay what a christmas movie is especially like if you're a hallmark person you know good right. for you mm -hmm. but holy hell they're um, the worst <laughs> those okay they're not the worst but they're predictable is what i'll say it's cookie cutter yeah, they yeah they're very cookie cutter. They're very simple, but every, I don't know why people love them. Regardless, um, Spirited is one of those movies that like is original enough of an idea for me where I respect the portion of it where it's like, OK, like this is a Christmas movie, but it doesn't harp on Christmas, Santa Claus, right. love and all that stuff. Like it, it's something <laughs> different for me in which my mind is like, you know what this, you know, you could almost watch this at any time of the year. Uh, if if you yeah. really wanted to, You're right? Thank you, Barry. You you essentially made the point I was trying to make, but was rambling on like <laughs> making. So thank you so much for putting. That's what that's what it is. It doesn't ram it down your throat. You can watch it any time of year. It's a great movie, and to mirror what you said, Craig, it'll probably work its way into my at least Christmas rotation. But I feel like right. I could watch that movie in July. Oh yeah, randomly. for sure. Yeah. You know that's yep. the cool thing about it too. Yeah. Thank you uh, so much, Barry. <laughs> Happiness, um, sunshine, <laughs> love, care. Ooh, wait, you know, that's a perfect transition into the complete opposite in Wednesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> here's OK. Uh, I forget the name of the actress who's playing Wednesday. Uh, I could look it up, but anyway, oh, so uh, not, I, I, here, no, make your Richie. point. I'll look it up. I'll look. It yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like blowing up now. Everybody loves her now and rightfully so because she mm -hmm. did a phenomenal job as Wednesday. I'm going to go out here and say that like I had this show saved. Go ahead. Jenny Ortega. Jenny Ortega. Um, I had this saved in my list as like a yeah, I'll check that out. Did not expect to like this show as much as I did. Dude, this show is great. The story, great I, th show. I thought it was awesome. Um, mm -hmm. The the. The picks for who's acting who is awesome. Um, you know, mm -hmm. Catherine Zeta-Jones and and all those. Oh man, they're all so great. Um, I like the idea of not just going the same Adams family route and being like, here's Wednesday with her family and all that, like letting her be on her own in a school and figure out this mystery. Um, did not. I did not see who was going to be like the main person in charge coming. Caught me off guard. Yeah. Did not here. see it. Um, but I was in so pleasantly surprised with how well written this is, because in my opinion, 
Tim Burton has not put out the greatest stuff in the past 10 to 20 years. I feel like it's kind of gone downhill for me a little bit. Um, but man, this was uh, this is phenomenal. I'm going to say it's phenomenal. Phenomenally well done. I'll put the P on there too. Phenomenal. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was great. It was a classic whodunit in essentially w- which like what we spoke about last week is a, a darker Harry Potter type of mm-hmm. school, you know, kind of thing. That's where a lot of people I think can really relate to it is uh, there's that aspect as well. Um, wonderfully casted. Yep. Um, there's a couple of people I don't want to ruin, but you do get a really interesting <laughs> Uncle Fester that yes. pops in at some point, <laughs> which I was like, is that, is that, oh my God, it is him. Yep. So, um, but it it really kept the the drama and who's doing what going. There was enough kind of gore and deaths in it to keep you going as well. Where you're like, how is this town not really jumping more so on this? Like, you know, <laughs> right? So many um, people are dying. <laughs> so many people are dying, and you know the monsters were cool. Like the the monster that was doing the the killing. Yes. You know the majority of the killing was looks was a little a, weird. A really, Looks a little weird, yeah. which had me trying to figure out because we knew, and this doesn't ruin anything for anybody who hasn't seen it, but we were trying to figure out who the monster was in human form. So mm-hmm. my wife and I were having this like bone face structure um, <laughs> debate on who actually, if you elongated their face, was the creature. And we okay. had a couple of people we thought it was, and it wasn't. They do a good job <laughs> of of like giving you like six to eight people that you're like, it could be them. But I don't yeah. know. And I kept going back and forth. I'm like, it's totally this person. And then the next episode, yep. I'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's this person over here now. I, I'm 100% sure. And then I was like, it's clue. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's Clue. It's like, yep. if, you know, you're, you yep. think it's Colonel Mustard. And then, you know, it's it's yep. uh, it's a it's a fresh take on it. I know a lot of people, including myself and Craig, are already excited for a season two with that. Yes. Um, what a nice breath of fresh air into this, just the general Adams family as a whole. Um, and to agree with you, Craig, it was nice that, that it did focus on Wednesday, but not Wednesday living at home with her family. Right. You know, we didn't get Adams family with like Wednesday having 60% of the scenes. Like they weren't <laughs> in a lot. Of, they were in enough. Like two episodes. They weren't in a really. lot. Yeah. Yeah. They had a, they had a parents weekend episode where, you know, they went up and visited her. Um, yep. But Everybody should take a peek. Doesn't matter what time of year. It's yep. great. We watched it in like full bright daylight. You know, <laughs> you don't necessarily need to be to have the ambience for this type of game. Right. Uh, for this type of uh, for, of series. But I'm going to use the P word too. Phenomenal. Yes. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for listening, watching, please make sure to review it on your podcast listening platform of choice and make sure you share it with uh, anybody you think that might like it. Uh, Again, we just got our Spotify wrapped results and we can't thank everybody enough for the support that we've been getting. It is really nice to see that we're continuing to grow year after year. And that's Mm -hmm. all we can ever ask for, uh, for any of this is that people like hearing us, I guess, talk. Um, (laughs) If any of those people are interested, you could reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We also have an email at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in getting a hold of us. With that, I bid everyone a farewell. Uh, hopefully everybody's having a joyous start to their holidays. And let's get let's get games done now. Now yeah. that it's slowed down, let's get some yeah, games yeah. done, guys. Let's, let's get do it. Games done. We'll see you guys okay. next week. Bye. See ya.